So you're traveling along your day and all these great things have happened. But the one that you go to sleep thinking about is that one negative thing. Maybe your boss said something a little off or maybe your coworker gave you a a snide look. But it's that one thing, that's one negative thing that ruins your day. Why? Why does that one negative stay and all of the positive things that really would make you have a great day and a great week? Why are those the things that we don't focus on and we don't keep? And that is what we're going to unpack today, along with solutions on how to break the cycle. Welcome to the Queen Bee Club podcast where girlfriends meet for conversation, connection, and some fun. We're your hosts, Kim and Candice. So today we're talking about why does our brain hold on to negative thoughts and hold on to negative experiences? And if this has happened to you, you are not alone. In fact, you were just telling me about an experience that you had, Candice. I know. So... I had a, let's just call it um, a run-in with a relative of mine over the phone. And it was quite shocking. I didn't think that, I I know this this person was triggered by something other than me, but it turned into a really negative phone call. And boy, it happened last week. And I have not, I've really done a lot of work on this because you know, I know how to do work on this. And I have really had a hard time letting go of it. So it had us going down the rabbit hole of why does this happen? And why is this so common for us? And it turns out that, um, In the field of neuropsychology, there's actually a term for this. It's called the negativity bias. And it it actually was, it's in our DNA because it helped our ancestors survive, if to be cautious. Okay, so there's a, well, you're saying cautious and negative as being kind of the same thing. Right. You have to be on high alert Mm -hmm. and you have to always be watching out for danger. And as a result, you're going to be thinking about that could kill me, that could injure me, rather than be looking for the positive. Ah. It's to stay alive. Okay. So that's like walking up to the berry bush and you're going to get the berries and you hear a rustling in the bushes and then all of a sudden you go, hmm, I don't think I'm going to eat berries today. Exactly. You could be hungry that night, but if there's a bear having a berries as a snack and decides to, you know, uh, be offended by you wanting some of the berries, you could be in trouble. You could be dinner. You could be dinner. <laughs> and so that is um, where um, Dr. Rick Hansen, a neuropsychologist in California, came up with the phrase, the brain is like Velcro for negative experiences mm. and like Teflon for positive experiences. And he said it's been like that for a long time. The only thing is that we no longer need this negativity bias of the brain to stay alive. Well, and so when you think about, okay, my, my 
original thoughts are negative or those are the ones that I'm hanging on to. Like a lot of people, I have uh, my patients, they have, oh, I just, you know, I beat myself up all the time. I beat myself up over this or this or, you know, um, a lot of times it's over, you know, I had an extra sweet treat. I had something like that. And so those negative biases, you're calling them negative biases. What, what happens then in the brain? Well, they have figured out that the amygdala, which is about the size of two almonds, one on on the right and one on the left side, it's kind of in the center of the brain, this amygdala uh, actually detects fear and negativity, and it stores it as memory and the emotions around it. So that's why we can, you know, it's these emotional things that we hold on to, and it's hard to let to let go of. Um, and in fact, there was this great study with um, two groups of people having to uh, undergo the same surgery. So there's group A, and they told this group of people, there is a 70% chance of success. They I, were all I'll, in. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, 70%. Hey, that's better than half. I'm all in. They told Group B pretty much the same thing, but in a different way. They said, you know, there's a 30% failure. Mm. And to a single one that was like, nope, nope, no way. No, thank you. I'm walking away. I don't need that surgery. So the second part of the study was they went back to Groups A and B. And Group A, they said, you know... We told you there's a 70% success rate, but that means that there's a 30% failure. And they were like, oh my gosh, oh, we didn't think fl- about it like oh, that. And they, they, they held on to that negativity and immediately went down and said, nope, 30% failure, we're not taking it. So they went to group B and they thought, well, we're going to give them, you know, the sure. other side of the coin here, right? right. The, the glass is half full. And they said, well, we initially told you the truth that there's a 30% failure on this success, on this uh, surgery. However, that also means there's a 70% success. Okay. Now, now, we would think, oh, yeah, they would jump on that. They would say, that sounds like pretty good a chance for me, but, but no, the negativity had already set in and the brain was holding on to that initial thought of negativity. So the, they had that negativity bias Wow! and they didn't want to change their minds. Wow. So that can really impede, you know, I mean, in, in everyday life that can impede your, what you think about and how happy you are. Absolutely. And it also are positive, even po- any positive thoughts. It also has you realizing that, you know, the other thing is that often uh, if you're in a negative mindset because you're holding on to these, the memories of the negative things that were said or things that happened, it's like the positive ones don't have Mm -hmm. the same effect. Mm -hmm. In other words, you're holding on to the negative, the positive go right through. And I know that's happened to me before. You know, if I'm in a funk about something, it's like good things can happen. It can be a sunny day. Nope. Nope. I'm holding on to that bit of negativity. You're going down the tubes no matter what. Right. Right. Well, it's like with this, you know, this phone, this phone call that I had and this very heated, um, exchange of words, let's call it. 
Um, some would call it an argument, but um, I try to avoid that. So if it was if it was the exact opposite, and you've had this, we've all had mm-hmm. this, and someone you you come in contact with, and they go, "Wow, you are you are looking really good today." Do you know how many times people will say, "Oh, thanks," but yeah, this this old shirt or this old dress, and they and they also they just self deprecate. Mm. into sure they, they don't take it on as yes thank you that's a love yes I love my dress instead of taking it in mm-hmm. and really hearing it and holding on to it yeah I I totally agree yeah so we've all done it's that it's nice that we are beating ourselves up and everybody else about <laughs> holding on to all this negativity but what's the so what's the outcome what's the answer well you talk to anybody about okay how can we be more positive how can we Hold manage on to the positive. Yeah, and hold on to the positive. Right. And how can we increase our happiness? And, you know, often there are responses like, oh, well, eat really well and exercise and meditate. And, and of course, when you're in that negativity bias, those are the last things you're going to do. Well, sure. I mean, you're, you're going down the tubes. You're sad, you're unhappy. So the first thing that I always would jump to is I'm going to go find um, some food source that's going to make me happy. <laughs> I'm right. going to self-soothe. I'm going to self-soothe. <laughs> and that's going to be dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. So there are four. Ice cream. <laughs> I love it. So there are, there are four things that uh, the neuropsychologists have um, discovered actually scientifically research-based will help break the cycle of negative bias and we're going to share that with you the first one is awareness to you find yourself holding on to something negative and you remind yourself i'm not a caveman or a cave woman while you're eating your ice cream (laughs) well (laughs) there could be that moment (laughs) you know awareness doesn't happen in an instant (laughs) but but just uh, having the brain and being more mindful of the positive things that awareness they say is is key okay well that that makes perfect sense is to you know come up with something and that's the same thing like savoring and taking it in i think the i think that what i read was um, 20 to 30 seconds exactly if you can replay a positive and, and really close your eyes even and take in a positive thought that you've experienced during that time, 20 to 30 seconds is enough to start rewiring those neurotransmitters. Mm-hmm. Ex- exactly. Um, there's a phrase in neurology and Dr. Joe Dispenza uses it and it's, it, it goes like this, the neurons that fire together, wire together. Mm. And it's what we think about actually gets reinforced in our brain and in our memory. So the if we have this evolutionary negativity bias, we can change that. We have the power to change that and actually train our brain for positivity. And you're right. I read that too, that savoring the feeling. They said that when some like uh, you see a beautiful sunset, or somebody serves you a specially delicious meal, and you're aware of it for 
maybe five to 10 seconds. You might say, thanks, this is great. And then you go about your day Mm -hmm. instead to just like take it in, have that awareness, have the emotion around it and to hold on to it a little longer starts to create and fire up those extra neurons. Sure. So the more times you take in the positives and take a few deep breaths so we're not being chased by the bear around the berry bush. Right. <laughs> and you just take a few deep breaths and say, okay, I am fine and everything, I can focus on a positive. And then take that in, I think I see where that can be of great benefit. And then doing new patterns yeah. that you can search out, Right. It, absolutely. Uh, if you find that you're the kind of person where you wake up and you're already remembering that negative thing that happened earlier in the day, earlier in the week, go for a walk, put on some upbeat music, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to be important for you. If you find that, oh, you wake up and you're pretty happy, that walk is still great, but it's not going to have the impact as perhaps using that walk later in the day to kind of like relax and reframe. So movement, uh, changing the scenery of the brain, mm-hmm. music, things like that can kind of reframe, kind of, you know, move you out of it. Well, because, so so why is this all a big deal? You know, when, when we realize that we're in a negative, our, our brains are in a negative pattern and it just keeps replaying all these old tapes, well, of course, your stress level goes up. Oh, and yeah. in this, in, in where we live today, it's almost, a, almost, if you don't work at it, we're almost in continuous stress. We can be. We can be. And for sure. so it's really, really important because stress can wear out your body. In so many ways. In yep. fact, so many of our patients and clients come to us with the symptoms of, you know, full-time stress. Yeah, burned out. Yeah. And, now, but let's not forget the last part of one of the ways to break this negativity bias. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes along with that holding on to the feeling for 20 or 30 seconds, but it's a gratitude journal. Now, do you do you write a gratitude journal? You know, I I go back and forth. Sometimes I'll I have I have a journal and I'll write in it like three good things that happened in the day, and then I might go through a period where I'm not writing in it, but I just think about it as I'm going to sleep. I think there is power in actually writing it down, especially when I can go back and look at it. It's like, oh, things have not been going well, you know, in this area for a while, and I go back and it was like, oh, that's not true. We tend to forget those positives. So if you go back and review it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I have a tendency to write mine in the morning. Oh, I like that too. I, I really write down, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm so happy I slept well. I love my, I'm so happy I have clean water, warm mm-hmm. shower. Oh. Those, those, those basics, the sun came up. Just those things that no matter where you are in your negativity or how bad you feel, there are certain things that are really, you can focus on. Oh, absolutely. And I know that some families will do it around the dinner table. Oh, it's like talk, you know, tell us uh, one good thing that happened today or something that a friend or a teacher said, Mm -hmm. and that everybody in the family does that. I really like that. Yeah. 
I th- I, that would be something for the carpool line. Right. <laughs> so one area that we like to, one other segment that we like to focus on is food and nutrition that can help with whatever we're talking about. And in this particular case, talking about negativity and increasing positivity in your day, there's five, would you believe there's five top foods that actually can boost positive feelings. And there's a reason behind each one. So let me go through. So the first one is eggs. 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 Oh, and, I love eggs. Yeah. And the big the big reason that eggs are one of those positive feelings is that it they have good fats in them. And of course the poor egg was has been misaligned for oh, it's going to cause heart disease and fats and you know, it's going to clog our arteries, but that's really not true. The eggs have good fats in them. And so those good fats help our brains be let's just call it juicier. There's more, there's more good fats in them and our brains need the good fats. And that goes right along. You're going to love this one. Dark chocolate. Uh, you're, you're speaking my language there. You love dark chocolate. I do. Mm-hmm. And again, the dark chocolate has these special nutrients in it. Would you believe there's a, a, a nutrient or a mineral called manganese and our manganese level. Did you ever wonder the what's behind Valentine's day and chocolates? In the middle of winter, our manganese levels um, have a tendency to be lower. And so in February, of course, is the darkest time of the winter. And what a great time to give dark chocolate because yeah. of the manganese. Well, really any time of the year, but well, of especially course, Valentine's. Of course, Valentine's Day, but I thought that was a neat factoid. And then wild-caught salmon. Again, those beautiful omega-3s, those essential fatty acids that we need that we cannot make in our bodies. And then we have our nuts, and I'm specifically talking about pecans, walnuts, almonds. Are we talking about the good fats again? The good fats. Because our brain needs a lot of good fats. Exactly. Okay, I see a theme here. Yeah, the good fat thing. But then I'm going to throw you a curveball and hit on mushrooms. And oh. we all think of mushrooms as like a, an, an accompaniment to an, a meal. Um, and they really do have a lot of healthy trace minerals, which help with our neurotransmitters firing and wiring in our brain. I love that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So we're talking to help with the brain and Boost, uh, positive boosting thinking. positive. Yep. We're talking eggs. Mm-hmm. The eggs, nuts, and salmon all had that good fat. Mm -hmm. The dark chocolate had uh, that trace minerals minerals Mm -hmm. along with the mushrooms and trace minerals. Okay. I bet I could create a meal. I bet you could. (laughs) All around. (laughs) So along with, of course, those top five foods, we are big proponents of uh, vitamin D3 with, you have to take it with your K2 Vitamin K2. In order for those to work together and a little magnesium in order for that whole, the vitamin D cascade to work in your body. But vitamin D, vitamin D, vitamin D, one of the top positive brain boosters that we can take. Right. And if you're in a location where you get, your body can make that vitamin D from sunshine, 
go for it. That's great. But not all of us live in Florida or Arizona or Southern California. Well, so you don't get it by sticking your arm out the window for 15 minutes a day. No, either. no. And so for the rest of us to get get in that sweet spot, that healthy spot for our vitamin D. Yeah, that's uh, definitely um, when we're low in vitamin D, that's when uh, it's hard to stay positive. The, the negative of the, of the week, has a, or the month, has a tendency to sneak up really quickly. So we've been talking about this negativity bias, which I've never heard that phrase before. I think that was absolutely fascinating. And because of our caveman ancestors, thanks a lot. Yeah, we can blame a lot on them. We can blame a lot on them. And so it's, it's evolving out of negativity and holding on to the positives. Absolutely. And, uh, we learned a lot from watching Dr. Rick Hansen speak on his TED Talk on this because uh, we'll give you the link for that because I love that phrase. The brain is like Velcro for negative experiences and Teflon for positive, but it doesn't have to be that way. So remember the four things we can do to break that cycle of negative bias. Aware. Train the brain for positivity and savor the feeling. Create new patterns, like reframe and... The gratitude journal. The gratitude journal. I love gratitude journals. (laughs) And we are grateful to all of you for checking in with Queen Bee Club podcast, listening to us, spending a few minutes with us, and for clicking the subscribe and the like, and going to... um, to our website and finding out about us. Yes, we We, love it. And the great thing, again, about podcasts is they cost nothing to join. So we would love to have you as part of our club and so that you will be the first and updated whenever we drop a new episode, which are going to be weekly. And we look forward to seeing you and hearing you. And if you have any questions, Drop us, drop us an email. We're taking emails at Candace at KimandCandace.com. And we'd love to hear from you. So drop us a line and we'll talk to you later. And you want to give I, us your, I like to your end with a quote. quote. So uh, because of our topic and the glass half full, half empty, we have a quote by George Lucas. Always remember, your focus determines your reality. Mm. I love that. Yeah. So break the cycle of negativity and focus on the positive. Have a great day, everybody.